Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. All right. We are live on YouTube, everyone, with the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. I am low on friends tonight, but I have a really special one in Dave Newman, the CEO and founder of RX Smart Gear and our title sponsor. Good to see you, Dave. How are you? Hey, what's up, Scotty? I'll be, I'll be your friend anytime, bud. <laughs> so uh, we always like to catch up with Dave uh, at least once a month here on the podcast, uh, as he has become a really good friend over the, the last year and, and couple months. Um, so I know we're getting in, into that holiday season and I've seen that you've got some stuff going on, maybe some Black Friday deals, uh, maybe some stuff going in on into Christmas. What do you got going on there, Dave? Yeah, so we're, we're uh, doing our, uh, we call it um, Black Cyber Weekend. We've, we've always done that just because you have your your Black Friday and then end up having a Cyber Monday and everybody just has sales the whole time. So, so we, we've done a sale like Friday through, through Monday, pretty much every post Thanksgiving uh, for the last quite a few years, actually. So we call it our, our, our uh, Black Cyber Weekend sale. Um, <clears throat> and, um, and I think, yeah, it's um, kind of a tiered sale. We should have it up on our, on our Instagram and on our website, tiered sale that, you know, depending on how much you spend, you get a discount off your cart, your total cart um, at three, three different tiers. And, um, and then we are also going to have a, uh, warehouse sale on Saturday, the Saturday, right after Thanksgiving, we're going to open up for four hours from 10 AM to 2 PM. And, um, just, you know, bring out a bunch of, um, um, clearance items and, and blemished items and things that we, you know, didn't want to sell new because it didn't pass our QC, uh, but they're, perfectly great usable items um and we're going to put those on sale as well as you know everything that's on our website will be available for the the discounted sale as well and some people can come in and try out the air box or the air mat or try out the different ropes and you know we might even get a little get a little coaching in while they're at it um yeah we're going to have uh our friends from invictus will be out and i think they're going to be selling um hypervolts high prices those uh bunch of those items and uh i'm not sure what else the team has lined up so it should be a fun a fun few hours to hang out we'd love for people to come out and just hang out with us yeah it made me wish i lived in san diego <clears throat> and maybe the cold back here in columbus as it is getting extremely cold uh that weather would be really nice um yeah, so that that's a really awesome thing. I also wanted to I wanted to tell people about your TikTok. 
I don't know if they know that you have a TikTok out there. Um, a lot of companies are starting to move in that direction. Um, I've been sharing some of your TikToks on my Instagram and on my TikTok, but you've done tours of your warehouse. You've done tours of the facility. You do, uh, was it tips with your whips? Trips and whips, probably, yeah. Trips, trips and, and whips. whips. Trips and whips. Uh, so, yeah, what, what do you got going on over there on TikTok? You know, uh, so all of that credit goes to uh, my director of social media is Cameron. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, uh, in a lot of our marketing meetings, you know, we're talking about the different platforms and what's hot, what's not, what's going on. And um, we've known that TikTok and Snapchat are, you know, pretty popular platforms that businesses are gravitating to. And there's a maybe a younger demographic there that uh we can we can kind of get in front of um and so uh yeah so cameron's been been getting creative and coming up with some fun stuff to kind of get out there and and um you know showcase some some fun things and it's neat with with these different platforms in that they have kind of a different vibe right like it's a little people i think are expecting different type of content on each of those um platforms so you know and there's always trends, obviously. Um, you know, my my son is really big on TikTok with his pottery business, so we're we're really familiar with a lot of the trends and things that happen on on TikTok. So we're we're it's really interesting to figure out, okay, well, how can we make our company and our products and our teaching interesting on TikTok? So it's it's a work in progress, but I appreciate you looking at it and and paying attention to it. Yeah, yeah. Um... Cause I've never seen your facility. It was really cool to kind of get that quick behind the scenes of your storefront and the warehouse and, and all of that. All I get to see is wherever you happen to do an interview with us from. Oh, gotcha. 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 Yeah. yeah. I, th I think it's kind of a unique, a um, little bit of a unique place. I think it's probably one of the only facilities in the world that, that does what we do, right. Where we actually manufacture our own product. We design and manufacture our own product. Uh, and or will bring all the components and parts that we've designed in-house and they're all assembled here. And then we'll bring people in and, and teach them how to use it. We'll put it together for them. We'll, you know, sell it on the spot as well as all of our, you know, HQ administrative type duties. So it, it's really, um, it's really got a lot of, uh, a lot of wrinkles to it. Yeah, I have, a, I do have a jump rope question for you. Um, it was funny when I was at the Masters Fitness Collective, I reached out to you and said, I, I bought one of your drag ropes. Fun. Um, and I know my co-host Kat has one. So what tips can you give me with the drag rope so that I can be better than her? <laughs> awesome. I love the competitiveness. So, you know, it's really, it's kind of the same thing we say with a lot of our heavier training, training ropes as well. Um, the shorter you can go, the better, right? The longer the rope, then the more air drag you're going to encounter. So the shorter you can, you can get on the rope. And that comes with dialing in your technique, you know, really learning how to have your, your hands in the right position close to your body um, and, and understanding that the tolerance, clearing your head and clearing your feet is going to be a little reduced. But if you can maintain that, you're going to have greater efficiency, right? Getting that, that rope will get around your body a little quicker. And with drag rope and with any of our heavy stuff, you know, it's, it's bounding a little higher and just keeping tension on the drag rope 
um, but not not feeling like you have to like race it really fast. And that's where I think people people kind of uh, fry themselves out prematurely because they think, oh my gosh, I have to work so hard that I have to just drive my wrist rotation so fast. And, and you may have to drive them a little bit, but really it's just about keeping tension on the rope because the rope is a little stretchy, you know? Uh, so keeping tension on it at all times and you don't have to race it quite as fast as you think, but regardless, it's gonna spike the heart rate and it's gonna make you work harder than, than if you were using a speed rope or a cable rope for sure. So hopefully that helps bound a little higher, go shorter, keep tension. Okay. I know we have a couple of people in the chat. So if you have questions for Dave about jump roping or anything RX smart gear, make sure you throw something in there. Um, so my other question about that drag rope is it doesn't spin like your other ropes. It doesn't have ball bearings and, nope. and a fancy thing. So is there a different way that you you swing the wrist or spin the wrist same way? Yeah, so, well, it's the same way that we always promote, you know, not that everybody does it the way we, we like to teach it, but, you know, you, you definitely want here, I'll use a prop. If, I, if, this, if this pen was my jump rope handle, you know, we always want you to have nice, a nice relaxed wrist motion. I don't know, you're able to see that, right? Yep. Yep, so just a nice relaxed wrist motion. What a lot of people we notice tend to do, even with a speed rope, is they'll lock down their wrist real tight and not allow any movement in the handle. And they'll just try and make tight little movements, you know, at the handle of the jump rope, not at the wrist and let the wrist be a little bit more relaxed. So if you can learn how to keep control of the handle with your fingertips, right? Not your palm, keep control with your fingertips with a light wrap around the handle that allows your wrist to be a little more disengaged, a little more relaxed. Then you can have those nice wrist swirls and, uh, and it makes it a lot easier for sure. It makes the rope turn without getting tangled. I know some people, the rope will start to kind of twist up on them or tangle up. I think that's what Kat mentioned previously when we got on online. And um, yeah, and that's that's because your stiff wrist turning, you need to relax those wrists. So she needs to keep those wrists stiff so I can be better than her. Yeah, or, or that, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, great uh, question. So so I'm going to ask you, you know, we have Thanksgiving coming up this weekend. And um, I wanted to ask you, do you have any Thanksgiving traditions at your house? You know, we, um, yeah, we do. We, my wife's, uh, my in-laws, my wife's parents live across the street from us. We're, we're thankful enough to have them nice and close. Um, my, my family is out of state. So, you know, our, our in-laws have lived, oh, geez, they bought their home four years after we bought ours on our street when the boys were small. So yeah, for about the past 15 years, we will um, typically kind of depends on everybody's health and how they're feeling, you know, during those holidays, but we'll either have the family over to our house and, um, uh, you know, do a little bit of a potluck style. Everybody will prepare something. And my, you know, my wife will usually prepare kind of the, the, you know, the Turkey and the biggest part of the load. And uh, yeah, we get together and, and, have Thanksgiving and it's, it's very casual, you know, we, um, you know, we'll, we'll eat and catch up and uh, watch a little football, which I love doing it at my in-laws house because, you know, they're retired, they have cable and that's the only time I get to watch football. We don't have cable anymore. So I don't get to watch football at my house very, very often. So uh, yeah. And then my, um, my uh, wife's sister has uh, 
two little boys, my, my nephews that are just adorable little guys. So, you know, we're always horsing around with them and, and playing and doing things with them. So uh, it's just good family time. You know, it's just nice to hang out and relax together. Yeah, I, I like that casual Thanksgiving. It's funny. I, I when I can get back to Pennsylvania, it's been a couple of years because of the quarantine Yeah, uh, that I've been home for Thanksgiving. I get to spend it with my mom. You know, I lost <clears throat> my dad last year. I think you experienced the same thing. Yeah. Um, and so it's my first Thanksgiving to go home after that. And um, it's like a Friendsgiving because we don't have a large family anymore. So we get together with other friends and we watch football. We eat good food and then we um we play board games oh uh, nice into the wee hours of the evening and just kind of spend time together as a bunch of friends and so that's what that's what we do every year and i'm looking forward to that this year since we missed out last year there you go yeah that'll be nice it'll be good with good for your mom for sure have you home and then the uh the other thanksgiving question i have for you is if there was one thing you could remove from the Thanksgiving table, the traditional Thanksgiving table, what would that one thing be? Ooh, remove. Let's see. <clears throat> what do I, let me go through. Cause I like everything. Um, that's really probably the biggest problem with Thanksgiving is, is there's just so much good food. And I, I try not to go back for seconds anymore. I just try and get it in one plate. And I also try not to overeat anymore. Cause that's a bad habit uh, for me. So what do I not like? I mean, I love, um, oh, what is it? Uh, what is that dish called? Some kind of a beets, candy apple beets or something, something with beets, I think. Um, uh, yeah. Am you, I saying it you right? had me at beets. Yeah. I, I am not a fan. Yeah. I think it's beets because I, otherwise, I mean, I love ham. I love turkey. I love stuffing. I love mashed potatoes and gravy. I love String bean casserole, biscuits, dude, you name it all. I mean, I love it. I love it all. So yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, mine, mine would be surprising. <coughs> mine is the turkey. I oh yeah. I am not a turkey guy. Like I like turkey as like a lunch meat. I like it, but when you cook that whole turkey, it dries out so bad. Yeah. Like, so I just I just want some ham and be done with it. And you can leave the turkey off to the side. You know what? I, I think I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, adopt your your choice because I agree. Dry dry turkey. It's probably nothing worse than dry turkey, and I, yeah. I'd much rather have, have ham myself. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Yeah. So dry turkey it is. So before I let you go, Dave, do you have anything else going on uh, with RX? You got anything new coming out? I know you're always uh, in the in the laboratory, messing around and trying to come up with new ideas. Yeah, yeah, I do. <clears throat> um, yeah, I have uh, I have something right. I actually have something right here under the under the phone that I'm I'm not gonna. You know, maybe I can tease. Let's see if it even pops up. I have something here I'm working on that I think is going to be a really fun product. I can't. I don't want to give it away just yet. It's nothing too too top secret. And uh, um, in fact, I think once I come out with it, I'm probably gonna even come out with a video to show people how they can DIY and make their own. Cause it's not really something that, uh, you know, uh, I would consider of high intellectual property that I need to try and protect. But, um, but I think it's a really, really cool idea to help people, um, get better at rope climbs. Yeah. I don't think we talked about that before. Did we on the podcast? No. no? Cool. Well, I'm a, I'm a big rope climb geek. Like I, 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 
I love um, analyzing and, and uh, teaching it. And uh, I don't think a lot of people know that there's actually four different kind of uh, footlock techniques that you can use. A lot of people are only familiar with two or three of them, but there's actually four. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and it's kind of like the Goldilocks syndrome of, you know, one's easy, one's hard, one's in the middle, right? Like I have my favorite that I, that I like and always try and promote and coach. Um, so anyway, that'll be a fun project. I'm not quite ready to throw that out yet. Um, but some of the things that we're involved with that I'm, I'm pretty excited about actually are, uh, well, number one, I have it up here on the screen now is, um, something cat cat actually turned us on to the green beret project. So we're participating and supporting, uh, that foundation, which, uh, is, is really uh, doing amazing things, helping at-risk youth. And, uh, and we thank Kat for, you know, bringing that to our attention and, and getting us, you know, uh, LinkedIn so we can get involved and, and show some support. So anybody that <clears throat> is interested, you know, go check out Green Beret Project on Instagram or on their website, thegreenberetproject.org. It's, yeah, it's a nonprofit. And we actually so, had uh, Adam on way back, like episode 36 or 37, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, so check that out. And, and to hear the origin story of how all that happened and how it came together. Uh, they don't make movies as good as that story. So oh, wow. make sure you go back and check that out. Episode 30, you said? I think it's 36, 37, 38, somewhere in that, in that range. Okay. I'll, put okay. in the, I'll put it in the show notes um, okay. uh, with a link to that. Oh, great. No, I'd love, love to be able to uh, yeah, see that. Yeah, so it seems like a really amazing uh, project. They're doing great stuff. So we're excited about that. And um, uh, I know we're involved with a bunch of other projects trying to support other nonprofits and things. But <clears throat> early December um, is going to be the um, Legends Masters Championship here in San Diego. And we're, we're uh, once again a sponsor. We've been sponsoring that event for a few years. And, um, you know, this is, uh, this is going to be a really good one. I'm super excited. The guys uh, are really uh, doing an amazing job. The venue, the venue is, you know, probably one of the better venues in San Diego. It overlooks the San Diego Harbor and downtown and downtown and Coronado. Um, <clears throat> so that's, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about what these guys are doing. These guys, you know, along with the, the guys over at Masters Fitness Collective, you know, with their event out in Indiana, which we, we also support, you know, it's great that these, these organizations are really propping up, you know, Masters athletes and getting them, I mean, treating them like legit athletes with just the way they're, um, uh, you know, welcoming them, the swag bags, you know, the, the, the apparel, um, the, the programming with the workouts, like, you know, something I want to say like that I'm, I'm super, super proud and just stoked these guys, you know, they're, they're programming. I think it's already been announced that they're using the Kronos and Hades rope for the legends, uh, comp. And, you know, that's our one pound Kronos is our one pound jump rope and Hades is our three quarter pound. And <clears throat> I don't, I think what a lot of people probably don't realize is those ropes are harder than anything that even the individual CrossFit Games athletes have ever used in competition. You know, they've been using heavy ropes at the CrossFit Games since 2016 uh, when we introduced Dave Castro to our Zeus heavy rope and, um, and he fell in love with it, thought it was great. Well, Zeus is only a half pound. The cord is only a half pound. And, and that was our, one of our earlier heavy ropes. 
So they did not use our heavy rope for the games. Rogue made their own and, and Rogue added a wrinkle by adding weight into the handle as well. So they used the half pound cable that I set them up with, you know, kind of guided them to. And then they added weight into the handle. And I got to I got to consult on that and test it out before the 2016 games. And um, <clears throat> honestly, I told them then and I still feel that now that it was way too easy. You know, when you when you add weight in the handles and you have weight in the cable that's moving around you, the weight in the handle kind of acts like a ballast. Right. It kind of helps anchor down the weight of the cord moving around you. So I call it net sum zero. Right. They kind of eat balance each other out. And, um, you know, I was texting with Scott Panchik this morning um, just to, I wanted to confirm that was the same rope they used at this last games, you know, where they had the pegboard and double unders, and overhead, you know, single overhead squat. And, um, and yeah, that was the same rope that they've been using at the game since, since 2016. And, you know, and I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed because I just think that that's really not a challenge anymore for these athletes and and kudos to the legends guys that um you know are programming chronos which is a one pound cable no weight in the handles at all it's all in the cable you've got that dynamic weight moving around your body and you have to try and stabilize and control it um you know and people are afraid of like taking out their toes with it um and uh and then the three quarter pound for the ladies you know that's going to be a challenge and I, I and i know that these masters athletes can crush it i you know if they practice with it and expose themselves to it. I have no doubt that they'll, they'll do well with it, but um, yeah, super proud of those guys for really stepping up and they've got some really cool things programmed for the event. And, you know, same, same thing, like with the uh, fitness collective guys as well, the masters fitness collective where they program, you know, uh, uh, drag rope and, you know, things to make it challenging for these masters, super stoked on these guys. So I'm, I'm happy to support it. I hope people can get out to San Diego and come, come watch. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but um, Kat has an athlete competing at the at the Legends. Yes, yeah, they're, qual they're qualified, and she is going to be there. So you'll have to make sure you you find her. Um, Beautiful, um, and hook up with her because she'll be there for the weekend with her athlete. She's this is the first time she's an athlete qualify for a competition at this level, uh, so she's pretty stoked. Yeah, that, and it's a big, it's a really great to see her. Yeah, we're there with a booth. We'll be set up and, uh, and, and you know, presenting our gear and teaching and whatnot. But um, it's a big event. There's over 400 plus athletes competing in this. So it's a really big event. And, you know, I've, I've been down uh, touring the, the venue the last couple of days, uh, meeting with the organizers and going over details and, and uh, yeah, pretty, pretty stoked for how this could go off. So fingers crossed, we have, we have great weather, which most of the time we do in San Diego, but there is that occasional drizzly day, you know, or, or uh, uh, overcast day. But if we have great weather, man, it's just going to be a, an action-packed weekend. So looking forward to it. Do you know, you're not going to be able to make it out, huh? Uh, I don't think so. I think the back surgery is going to run right around that time. Okay. So I'll probably be laid up for a couple weeks. Um, but I, man, I eventually I want to get out there and I do want to point out to our listeners that, you know, we had Dave Castro on the show and he said that these people are running these so well that there's probably going to be a time where these, these guys, either legends or MFC or combined together are going to be the host of the, of the age group, uh, games. 
that it's going to awesome. be separate from the games because they're doing such a good job and they they highlight the masters athletes in a way that doesn't really get done at the games. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. No, that's cool. That'll be, that'll be neat to see that evolve for sure. And we'll be behind it. We've been supporting masters for gosh, ever since masters, you know, my, my, owner at my gym, Paul Flores, Crossfields County was part of that. I think I told you before the first class of masters in 2010, uh, back in Carson. And that's when they only had a 50 and up category. And, uh, he got on the podium that year in 2010, he took third place. So, you know, the masters, uh, division definitely is close to our heart and something that we love to support and, and, uh, look for it to grow. Yeah. Every host on this show is a master's athlete. So, uh, yeah, that is near and dear to us. They say, they say, uh, Joe, Joe from uh, the Legends just told me this saying. He said, said Legends don't die; they just age up. I love that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna have to use that in my in my everyday life. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks a bunch for having us on, Dave. Um, I'm excited for this weekend. I wish I lived in San Diego to come to that warehouse sale because. Uh, that's going to be epic. If, if you're in the San Diego area, you've got to get in and check out that warehouse sale this Saturday. Yeah, that'd be great to see people. We may, I may even give people one wheel lessons. You know, we'll have the one wheels out and get people on one wheels. I love doing that. Yeah, that's that sounds like a blast. I need to get the back fixed before I hurt it, though. Let, let's fix that back. Get you sturdy, and then we'll get you on one. All right. Thanks, Dave. Good chatting with you, guy. We'll talk soon. All right. Talk later. Bye bye. Bye. Well, now I am riding solo tonight. So if you're in the on the YouTube channel with me and you have any questions or anything you want to talk about, we can go back and forth a little bit with uh, whatever you have on your mind um, and we can make this show yours. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to address while I was on here tonight, and I'll do it by myself, uh, just to let you know, um, Kat's been sit talking about a new uh, space that she's buying. Uh, she did get the keys. Uh, she, that's probably where she is tonight. Um, she said she was tentative because of everything going on there. So uh, make sure that you uh, think about her as she's opening up that new facility. Um, we're really super excited for her and we're hoping to do some stuff uh, live from her facility once it opens uh, to kind of commemorate that. Um, the other thing is Amy's daughter was in a little fender bender uh, just at the top of the show. She was with us, had the bolt off um, and go take care of her. So uh, that's where she is right now. But the one thing that I really wanted to talk about is last week we talked briefly about how Eric Rosa sent a letter to the staff of CrossFit headquarters and uh, to the affiliate owners about his battle with depression. And we talked about it um, briefly on this show about how we thought that was a good thing. Uh, Kat had some, some devil's advocate kind of side of that a little bit. And what I found this weekend is I, I was listening to the Sevon podcast and he was making some very disparaging comments about the CEO coming on and saying that he was depressed. I think that is unfair. I think that good leaders are real. They're not superheroes. Good leaders are people that you listen to, you understand, 
and that they can relate to you in ways because they've gone through something. And that way you guys can go, we as a group can go through it together. Um, Eric Rosa was just admitting that he's struggling with something. It doesn't make him a bad person. It doesn't make him a bad leader. It makes him human um, and someone who's being transparent about it. And so that you understand as you're going through things, uh, Sevon was trying to make it out to be that that was an excuse. Uh, that was an excuse for not performing in a way that, that he should be performing at this point in his job duties as CEO. Uh, I find that a bit appalling. I think that he was just being honest with us. Um, the one thing that was lacking under the previous administration of CrossFit was transparency. Uh, you never got anything out of HQ. You never heard what was going on there. Um, and the fact that this leader is being so transparent to talk about his personal struggle, struggles does not mean that he is not fit to lead a group. It just means that he's seeking help and he's doing what he can to be a better person every day. A year ago, a year ago on this show, I was just a couple weeks after, after my, I, my dad passing away and I was a broken person. I was deeply depressed. It didn't mean I wasn't functioning. I kept the podcast going. We actually, at the time, were hitting record numbers on this podcast as I was going through those bouts of depression. I sought help. Um, I was put on medication. It has made such a drastic 180 turn in my life um, with how I am today. Um, but with my co-hosts, with the listeners' support, um, I was able to overcome a lot of that stuff and come through it on the other side, a much better person. And I am sure, I am sure and positive that Eric Rosa will do the same. Um, I just wanted to make that point because I think it's very unfair to attack somebody um, for being transparent and honest with the community that they oversee, uh, that they're a part of, and that they're trying to help. We are a, CrossFit as a whole is a, um, CrossFit as a whole is a health organization. Mental health is part of that. And to admit that we all go through that and that we all need to seek help at times is okay. And I hope that people believe that and that they can um, kind of follow along. If you have comments or you think otherwise, please let me know. Uh, we'd love to talk about it more on the show um, as we move forward. So there's that. Um, I also wanted to talk briefly about um, Sarah Sigma's daughter's comeback. Uh, Dubai is just around the corner. Um, I listened to her on Sevon's podcast. And it was made clear that this is just a competition to kind of go through some of the motions. And that sounds poor. Go through the steps of what it takes to compete. This is our first competition live with Max El Haj as her coach. And it's a way, even though that she is not in top physical shape or truly uh, prepared at a games level to compete in Dubai, she needs to go through the process um, so that she can uh, so that she can see what that's like and she can work with Max and that she can do those things. Um, and so I hope that that she gets that, that we've talked about it, that it's been a struggle for. Um, hey, Kat, I see you. If you're available, you can always jump on. Hey, Cheryl. Um, 
but I think we've talked about how Sarah has struggled. And I think this is a way for her to kind of go through the paces, see what's what's going on and how her and Max work on an in-game situation. So I hope she finds that. Uh, she is has always been one of my favorites. I think she is incredibly infectious with her attitude and um, I'm hoping for nothing but good things with her. Anybody got questions out there? As we are riding solo tonight. With that, I can't forget to talk about Element 26. Element 26 is one of our sponsors. They are so innovative. Um, really great with the thumb tape, super flexible, um, super fun. Uh, they are a super fun company. They have great grips. They have um, everything you want, belts, any uh, bar belts, all kinds of things that help with, uh, with everything going on there. So uh, make sure you check them out at element26.co. That's element26.co. They're always innovating the way technology is used in their products uh, with powerlifting, strongman, CrossFit, and all of that kind of stuff. So make sure you check those out, element26.co. So, well, with no further questions, um, I'm going to call it a night, but I wanna thank Dave Newman for jumping on and talking about RxMark here and things that they have coming up. Uh, make sure you support the Green Beret Project, go out and check those. Check the show notes for the episode with Adam Kramer uh, to hear about how that all got started there. Um, RxMark, you're supporting that competition uh, that's happening uh, in January, so make sure that you check that out. Um, we also have the Legends coming up very shortly, I think in two weeks um, in San Diego. Um, again, Kat has an athlete that is going to be competing there, and Kat will be there as a coach. So that's really cool for her. RX Smart Gear is going to have a booth there where they're supporting the event. Um, so check that out. And with that, uh, I will say good night to everyone. Have an awesome time. And this has been the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. And we'll see you next week live. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.